And uh, that's why I want to talk tonight about how to pray for our missionaries. And I want you to take your Bibles and let's turn to Acts chapter number 13. And I'm not going to, we're not going to spend a lot of time here. Uh, I realize the hour is late already. Uh, and I, as I was looking over what I had to read and, <laughs> and all of that, I saw that we weren't going to have very much time. So uh, I want to share with you something that I have shared before. Uh, it's been five years since uh, we looked at this, but talking about praying and the, the sending of missionaries. In Acts chapter number 13, uh, we see the first missionaries that were sent out of the church at Antioch. Look at uh, verse number 1, Acts 13, verse 1. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian which had been brought up with the Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Uh, we know as the Apostle Paul, okay, is who he's talking about. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. So they were, the Lord had already put on Barnabas's and Saul's heart a call uh, to the mission's ministry. He says, And when they had fasted and prayed, laid their hands on them, they they, they sent them away. So from the very beginning, uh, prayer is necessary in the sending of missionaries. And we see it was necessary because of the Holy Spirit direction. God called uh, each one of these missionaries that we support. Thank God for the, our missionaries that we uh, are able to give. And I appreciate your faithful giving uh, uh, to missions. Uh, something that along the order of what has happened uh, sometimes greatly affects people's giving to missions. And I trust that you won't let that happen uh, uh, because it will hurt the cause of Christ and hurt uh, the gospel getting out. But we know that prayer is necessary because of Holy Spirit direction. It was evident that Barnabas and Saul were called to this ministry and the Holy Spirit of God made that evident to those who fasted, prayed, and laid their hands on them and sent them away. When we have missionaries in, we we have them in. They give their burden, give their call, tell, tell us about their call that God has uh, called them to, and they ask us to pray for them. Number one, uh, I don't think there's ever been a, a missionary we've ever had in that they didn't want. First of all, primarily prayer, and uh, we we do have some on our prayer list that we're only able to pray for. We're not able to support, uh, and. Uh, we have been able to take um, and move some from that prayer list over to the support list uh, over the years. And we praise the Lord for that happening as well. But if God has called some to missions, then we which name the name of Christ and are indwelt by His Spirit need to pray for the ones that come by and share their burden. You know, we, Primarily, we need to pray for them that, that we know. We, we know we pray for missions in general uh, as well. Uh, and uh, in fact, uh, there in the t top, just on the inside there, so all of us have been guilty of praying, Lord bless all of our missionaries around the world. And uh, that's really not the way that we should pray. We can pray for all the missionaries around the world, but when we talk about 
praying for our missionaries specifically. It's the reason why we give you uh, their needs and we try to keep them summarized on the separate prayer list there that we hand out uh, on, on Wednesday evenings so that you'll have that to know what their needs are. And, uh, and you know, we know that uh, the, the Bible when with some, some ways that People prayed. Uh, it's Hannah in 1 Samuel 1.11 asked for a male child. That's pretty specific. In, in 1 Kings 3.9, Solomon asked for wisdom. And God honored those very specific requests. And, and uh, we encourage you to call our missionaries by name when you pray, but also encourage you to pray for them and, and these specific areas. And I'm not going to go over all of this tonight. But possibly you might pray for one of these areas each day of the week, you know, uh, just a suggestion as you pray. But uh, it's important. We know that um, uh, prayer is definitely needed. And uh, not only prayer is necessary because of Holy Spirit direction, uh, but prayer is necessary because of the serious nature of their ministry. Um, when we see that uh, uh, Saul... Paul, well, I'm going to start calling him Paul, okay, because that's who we know him by. Paul and Barnabas, when they were sent out, um, they began to minister uh, with the gospel. Look at uh, verse number 5. It says, well, let's look at, look at verse number 4 and 5. So verse 4 says, so they being sent forth, okay, they had to be sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed in Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus, and when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they also had John to their minister. So they began right away as they were uh, going on this missionary journey. They began to, began to preach. And uh, we've said many times before, we know uh, the, the, that Paul had a way that he uh, approached this in his preaching. He would go preaching the synagogues because the gospel to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And he'd go to synagogues, he'd preach, and then when he was rejected there, uh, you know, uh, he would take whatever believers that did come out of the, uh, out of the Jews and, and go on the outside and begin dealing with the Gentiles and uh, form a church. And so preaching the gospel is very serious business. When you read... Let me encourage you to read Acts 13 and 14 in their entirety. In fact, really, you, you, ought, to, you ought to read about the missionary journeys of Paul and, and Barnabas and, and Paul and Silas. Uh, uh, these, and you'll see the things that they faced as missionaries. Paul was a missionary. Uh, Barnabas was a missionary. Silas was a missionary. And... Uh, Serious nature of the of the ministry, preaching the gospel is serious business. It's the most important business in the world, and that's because it's God's business. Um, they're on the very front of your list. I have added. We I didn't have these on there before, but uh, things where where the Apostle Paul was writing to the churches there their church in Thessalonians, uh, both in the first and second epistles. He asked for prayer. There in First Thessalonians 5.25, he said, Brethren, pray for us. As a missionary, he needed their prayers. As a man of God, he needed their prayers. Second Thessalonians 3.1, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course 
and be glorified even as it is with you. Um, and then we're familiar with Ephesians 6, uh, verse 18 uh, through 20. Uh, of course, Ephesians 6 deals with the um, whole armor of God. And part, of, part of that armor is, is our ability to pray. And it says in verse 18, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me. Okay, again, he's asking for prayers for him, himself. So that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for, I, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And uh, we know that uh, as you read about the life of the Apostle Paul, we know the, the um, uh, great persecutions that he was under as he was um, going forth doing what he was called to do. Um, and so uh, prayer is necessary, uh, not only because of the serious nature of the ministry, but also the necessary because of the souls of men hanging the balance. When you read through chapter 13 and chapter 14 there, you'll see people from all walks of life that were lost and dying and on their way to hell. Uh, you'll see some Jews, you'll see some Gentiles, you'll see a deputy, you'll see a whole city that's mentioned. And the only thing that can keep uh, any of those from hell was if they uh, heard and understood and believed the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they can't hear without a preacher. So uh, uh, the Lord laid it upon Paul and, and uh, Barnabas's heart. Uh, they were sent forth by the church in Antioch and they were able to accomplish great things for the Lord, even in the midst of great difficulty. We say prayer is necessary also because of satanic and religious oppression. Um, you'll find that as you read through chapter 13 and 14 as well. Uh, and that's why Paul said there that we just read in 2 Thessalonians 3, 2, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. And, you know, we know from Ephesians 6, Verse 12, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So um, it's a spiritual battle, and uh, much more so in, uh, in uh, some of these foreign lands that they're going to, and it's getting much more so in our land too now. I mean, it's, uh, it's going to get to the point, I think, when we're going to see uh, some things that uh, only folks that have gone to other places uh, have known during our lifetime anyway. I know earlier uh, there may have been some persecution as, uh, as, uh, um, as our nation began. But understand that uh, there's uh, all kinds of things that are going against them. And they need uh, Holy Spirit power to boldly preach the truth. Of course, that's promised in Acts 1.8, but you shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and the Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. And that's what Paul and Barnabas were doing. They were helping the church in Antioch accomplish that very thing. And Acts 4 and verse 31 says, When they had prayed, 
the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. The filling of the Holy Ghost is what uh, gives you that boldness to speak the word of God. So uh, prayer is needed because a power, Holy Spirit power is needed to boldly preach. And then prayer is necessary because a, a godly supernatural power must be both present and evident uh, to all involved. And when you read uh, chapter 13 and chapter 14, you will see that evidence in the Apostle Paul's life, especially, I mean, there's, a, um, there's one place here where they kind of thought they'd killed him, but uh, the believers gathered around him and uh, he, he was raised back up. <laughs> and so we, we see the, the, the presence of God there and uh, I believe a lot of that was because of the prayers that had been offered. There in chapter 14, verse 20, says, Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby. He didn't quit and go home. He didn't quit and go back to Antioch. That's not what he did. He went to the next city. And when he preached the gospel at that city, uh, he, went, he wound up returning to where they abused him. Uh, but why why did he do that? Because that was that's what he was called to do. The missionary must know that he's got godly supernatural power on his life, and the lost must know that the missionary has a godly supernatural power on his life. And the converts must know that the missionary has a godly supernatural power on his life that's available to him. And then the last thing I want to share with you is prayer is necessary because earthly help sometimes fails us. Um I mean, it's, it's tragic that we have to read letters such as what we've been having to share about what's going on with the Bergie family. Well, uh, Paul and Barnabas, they had some disappointment on the field. John Mark left the field. We're not told why, but we know that it put a hardship on Paul and Barnabas. They were expecting him to, to be there to, and help. Uh, and we need to understand that sometimes... Uh, uh, those that we expect to do uh, differently uh, do in a way that we don't expect. Now, now, I've shared with you why prayer is necessary in missions. And I've given you this handout uh, that will guide you into how to pray for our missionaries. I, and in light of the, the things that we've seen recently, we, I think we need to have more fervent prayer. Now, just, a, just a reminder tonight that's what I'm giving you. Let's use it. And pray as we should so that our missionaries can fulfill what God has called them to do and so that souls will be saved to the glory of God. Amen. Um, that's, that's all I'm going to deal with tonight. All right. We'll, uh, we'll pray for our list and we'll, uh, we'll be dismissed with the prayer.